Saul's first victory. Not long after Saul became king, part of his new kingdom found itself in trouble. When the Israelites had first arrived in the promised land, they had conquered many territories belonging to the Ammonites. Ever since, the Ammonites had been intent on taking back their land, and sometimes they attacked Israel's borders. Now under the command of Nahash, the Ammonite warriors had besieged the Israelite city of Jabesh Gilead. The outnumbered citizens tried to save themselves by making a treaty with the Ammonites. If you allow us to surrender peacefully, the Israelite messengers pleaded with Nahash, we promise to serve you as slaves. But Nahash was ruthless. We will allow you to live, he announced coldly, on one condition, that we put out the right eye of every Israelite in the city. The inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead were devastated and the elders begged for seven days to think about it. What a terrible choice they had to make. Either face starvation and eventually slaughtered by the Ammonites, or suffer torture, endure life in bondage, and bring utter shame on the whole nation. Messengers raced out of the city toward Gibeah and King Saul, knowing that the lives of their families and friends depending on them, on their getting through. When the panic-stricken riders burst into King Saul's palace, he wasn't at home. Even though Saul was king, he still worked as a farmer, and he was busy in the fields. That evening, as Saul returned from his plowing, he heard weeping and wailing in his courtroom. Hearing the news from Jabesh Gilead, Saul was filled with anger, with the anger of God himself at the brutal Ammonite threat. With his own hands, he slaughtered two oxen and hacked them into pieces. Then he sent them to every tribe in Israel with the message. Anyone who doesn't follow me into battle will, feel, will find the same thing happens to his herds. Israelites across the country felt the Lord was calling them to defend the land. Every fit man came out to fight. When Saul mustered his army at Bezek, he had 300,000 Israelite troops to face the 30,000 Ammonite soldiers. Within the city, the terror among the people was growing quickly. Don't be afraid, came the reassuring message from their new king. By midday tomorrow, I promise you that it will all be over. The people of Jabesh sent an envoy to tell Nahash that they would surrender the next day at noon. At best, the message would trick the Ammonites into a false sense of security. At worst, they would have to give themselves up and face the appalling consequences. Meanwhile, Saul split his forces into three battalions. Next morning, they attacked the Ammonite camp and took the tribe's people completely unawares. Just as the king had promised, by midday the fighting was finished. The ground was littered with the lifeless bodies of the Ammonites, and the people of Jabesh Gilead wept with relief at their narrow escape. How the Israelites rejoiced. They had hoped for a king who would put their enemies to rout. Saul was the answer to their prayers. Where are those unfaithful few who refuse to pay our king tribute? 
the people began to shout. They should die for their lack of loyalty. Calm down, cries Saul. You're not going to lay hands on anyone. This is the day of celebration, for the Lord has saved Israel once again. The soldiers marched triumphantly back to Gibeah with their glorious king at their head. They sacrificed peace offerings to the Lord and carried on the celebrations. About the story. This victory helped the Israelites to see that they could rely on God to rescue them from their enemies. It also reminded them that he did not want them to become slaves again, as they had been in Egypt. Unfortunately, although this victory was entirely due to God's help, Saul began to think he had special powers too, and this pride led to his later downfall. <laughs>